Welcome to episode 7 of the N1 with EJ podcast. I'm your host, Ernest EJ Christian. After a few weeks off, uh, guys, thank you so much for uh, all your prayers and thoughts and stuff. Uh, I've been gone a couple weeks. We haven't, we haven't known. If you don't listen to the podcast, you haven't known why I've had that posted in a couple weeks. Um, I actually have a bit of a, a little bit of a health scare. Um, I'm, not, I'm not dying. I'm not dying. Not dying. Not yet, anyway. Um, but as I'm recording, it's actually in my, in my living room. Um, what happened was I recently, um, I had to go to the chiropractor. Now you may have known I, 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 on the Hula podcast, um, I was having some issues on, you know, on air staying, you know, you, you may notice you watched it, the, 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 some of the last episodes I, I, I was on, had a hard time keeping my head up. I was, I was, I was like, was moving around and stuff. Basically long story short, um, <clears throat> I have a bulging disc in my neck. I think it's a C3, um, I believe, uh, part of my neck. And um, it's been very crippling in some ways because I had to make a lot of adjustments uh, to not just the podcast. I haven't been able to record. I mean, I've done my show, but I've been able to record that show in segments in a sense because here's the here's big issue. Here's the reason why I haven't done I haven't done any shows really, mainly not just this one, but also the whole podcast where I do it like, you know, during the season every Tuesday for two hours. And then my, other, my wrestling podcast, Take the Wrestling, those shows are about an hour and a half, two hours long. I can do shows at this point, especially on video. Well, I can do shows basically, you know, I can, basically my, the problem with my neck is that I, I can do a podcast. But after 30 minutes, say maybe 40 minutes of podcasting straight, I start to feel a bit of pain in my neck because um, it's, that's part of the problem is holding my, my neck up. And when you're on video, obviously it, look, it looks very unprofessional and it doesn't look very good. Um, so that's why I took leaves from both those shows. Um, my show, I can record in a way where even if I don't do an entire 50, an hour straight, I can break up in seven minutes, take a break, come back later and then do the rest of the show. So I have a little more wiggle room there. Whereas the other shows, I, I really can't do that. I have, you know, it's, it's two hours, it's streaming, it's it's live and it's, you know, so I decided to take a leave from those shows. I don't know when I'm going to be back on those shows at this point. I'm still one, you know, still working on, um, on a, with a chiropractor, I'm, I think I'm seven, as of, as of today, actually, I went today to get my, uh, another decompression and, and ice therapy, and I'm, so far I'm seven, seven, um, seven, uh, sessions in with that, they, my, my doctor said that you won't see any significant, uh, changes till you're between 12 and 24 visits into your, uh, into your visits, into your sessions, assuming, assuming also too that I'm doing the right things also at home, so I've been, my focus has been really at home has been has been really just getting this getting this straight squared away because this, this has affected everything in my in my life. It's, it's affected me traveling. It's affected me, you know, you know, my kids want to go outside and, and want me to throw the football. I can't do that right now. Um, so it's, it's done a lot. I've had to take a, a, a bit of a downgrade at work at my, at my day job. Um, I, I actually deal poker for a living. Um, I had to t- I had to take another position, which is obviously a, 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 a little bit of a pay cut for, for the time being until I get back into uh, to a point where I can deal with cards again. So it's, it hasn't been easy. It's, it's, it's been a lot, you know, and uh, I miss doing this podcast. And, you know, this show doesn't actually uh, um, affect, really, because this one is not on video. It's only a 15, 20 minute, uh, uh, minute episodes a week. So I can still do this podcast where it's not really affecting my daily life. So after a couple of weeks of just kind of 
soul searching and trying to just figure out what's going on. I'm back and we'll be back to doing this weekly thing, hopefully every Tuesday slash Wednesday. And it's a lot to go on in the NBA. A lot going on in the NBA. That's why I want to get back to this thing too, especially. Um, first off, um, as I bring up some notes here, actually it's been a while since I recorded this podcast. I'm actually walking around the house and just doing this. Um, um, I, I, I didn't watch the All-Star game this weekend. Um, quite frankly, I haven't watched the All-Star game in really in, to be real, about 10 years. And I'm someone that used to love the NBA All-Star game. My favorite one of all time was 92, my all-time favorite athlete in the history of sports, Matthew Johnson. The same year he announced he had HIV, he was HIV positive in November of 91. He, he was still voted in by the fans to uh, participate in the All-Star game that, that same year, even though he played a single game that year. Um, and watching that game in, in real time in 92, my favorite moment of all time was, was, was Magic winning MVP and playing a fantastic game. You know, so the All-Star game has a, a lineage, a history, a, great, a really good history, in fact. But a lot of the argument now is players don't care. The All-Star game has made some, made some tweaks through the years. You know, they've, they've, gone, for the, they've gone for the whole East-West uh, format to now they do, you know, team, whoever has who is the leading, two leading vote-getters um, in each conference, uh, I believe. Uh, they, they, those guys are the... Um, the the, uh, the the captains and they pick a team that like like kind of like pickup ball style, you know. This year you have Team LeBron against Team Giannis. Um, and look, I don't think there really isn't, isn't a way to it really is a way to fix the All Star game unless the players want to take it seriously. You know, I, I saw the highlights of some of those games of the game on Saturday, on Sunday. I was like, it's kind of pathetic in a way. Like they're playing pickup basketball and they're not even taking it seriously. It's like they don't, they don't even care. And look, I get it. It's it, it's it's an exhibition game at the end of the day. And to me, it is what it is. Um, I mean, normally you can make it something more enticing is maybe raise the stakes on money. Maybe you can uh, make it where uh, I hate this idea because I, I know in baseball it did for a little while and I hated it back then too in baseball where the winner of the All-Star game gets home, home field advantage, home court advantage in the NBA Finals. I hate that idea too because I, I think that that's the Finals, NBA Finals, home court advantage should be left for actual individual team or team success. And record-wise, records should, should matter, not, not, the, not the fucking All-Star game. I don't think a team that an eight seed, someone gets hot and go to, go to the finals, should take, overtake a 61 team in the, in the other conference because they, that conference won the All-Star game. That's, to me, it's silly and dumb. And I, I, never, I was never for that, even with baseball. I just don't know how you fix it. I don't know how you fix it. Um, players take it seriously. I mean, you can't tell players what to do, but let me say this right now. The ratings, I, I haven't seen the ratings back for this All-Star game. I imagine it's not, not, not that great. I like All Star Weekend. I think it's kind of like a Super Bowl in a sense because there's a lot of the party atmosphere that comes with it. You know the you know the the celebration, the Saturday challenges, you know three point contests, dunk contests, all that. That I I enjoy, but I've lost interest. And you're talking, you're listening to someone and myself who is a NBA diehard. It is my favorite league in all of sports, more than the NFL. And I love the NFL. You know that. I love the NBA. I love the rich history of the NBA. So, I, so when I'm saying things like this, I, it, it's coming from a place of, of care and a place of concern and a, and a place of, I want you to do better, improve the product. So, but what do you do to fix that? That's the question. I don't know how you get there. And until we do get there, we're going to have to have these issues. So it is what it is. Uh, I know Tatum, Jason Tatum won MVP, 55 points, double nickel. Um, good for him. Um, it could be, maybe it's just a 
This could be the year of the Celtics. Who knows? They are number one seed in the East right now currently. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they, they do have currently the best record in basketball, um, I believe. So that's my first thought of uh, here on N1. Second thought here. And we missed this, obviously, being me being gone for a couple weeks. You know, Kevin Durant getting traded to Phoenix right after Kyrie Irving asked for a trade out of Brooklyn. So the Brooklyn Nets get broken up. Kevin Durant gets traded to Phoenix uh, uh, you know, a few days later after that. Obviously, on paper, the Suns look like the favorites in the Western Conference, probably in the league as a whole. But let's pump the brakes a little bit from that, too, also. Let's show some respect to Denver. Let's show some respect to the Grizzlies, even though they've become the most... One, probably the most hated team in basketball right now, which, by the way, I think it's a good thing for the league. And I, I'll, I'll probably do a thing on that next week on the podcast, why I think the Grizzlies being a, being a hated team is actually good for the league. Um, let's start here um, with Kevin Durant, though. Um, yes, they, they should be, on paper, the favorites to win the West. I, I don't know. I will push back on whether or not this year is the time. Now, you'll say, well, this year should be easier because technically it's wide open. You know, you have, there's no really no clear-cut favorite, even though Denver is running is kind of running away with the West right now at this point, but they're not infallible. They haven't, they haven't proved anything yet. <laughs> you know, uh, Memphis, obviously, you know, the Warriors still, still trying to figure things out, Curry being out and all that. You know, there's a lot of things. The Clippers are starting to put things together. So there's obviously a space for the, for the uh, you know, the Suns to, to dominate. The question is, is, is this, though. With, I believe, 23 games to go for the Suns or something like that, 23, 22 games left of the year, is there enough time for Durant? First off, he's injured, number one. We don't know when he's getting back here. They, they say after the All-Star break, it could be this week, it could be next week, who knows? Is there enough time for Durant to gel with Dem Booker and Chris Paul and, and DeAndre Ayton and them boys? Is enough time. So I would say, this is what I would say right now. The Suns, probably the favorites in the, in the West this year, probably. I would definitely say next year with a full camp. And by the way, Durant's there for a long haul. He's, he has four more years of his contract. Booker decided it's a long-term deal. Chris Paul's year-to-year. Eight decided a new deal. So this Suns squad could, what you see now, could be a better team going forward because they have the core now for the next couple of years. This is their core the next couple of years. Um, so, you know, but in the immediate... While I do think maybe they're the favorites, I would pump the brakes on just saying it's definitive because I, I just think, think a lot of these teams this year, you know, have done a great job. And Phoenix, again, is there enough time for this team to gel in time for the postseason? You know, the Western Conference is wide open right now. It really is. Number three, Russell Westbrook, of course, trades to Utah. Buyout was officially uh, done by Utah a couple of days ago. He is going to the Clippers. So a lot of opinions on Russell Westbrook and, and, and all that. I'm going to say this real quick. I'm a fan. Obviously, I, I've been a fan for a long time. Obviously, and also acknowledging the fact that he has, he does, he is chaotic, has been chaotic for a couple of years. But I think this move to the Clippers is a good one. And this is a, this is a good move for the Clippers and for us. People, some people disagree with that. That's fine. I think they need someone that can run an offense, a guy that can just put up points as chaotic as he is. Him and Paul George have a history together. They've, they've played together. Uh, I, I think Russell Westbrook, also the fact that him and his polarizing time with the Lakers, he's now only a locker room way now, and who knows? I mean, I mean it, these, teams, these two teams play a couple weeks, actually. Or oh, I think in April, early April. Um, 
there's, there's a revenge factor there also too for Russ. I think the Clippers need something like this. I mean, look, I'm not saying that they're going to win the, win the finals. Does this, 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 this change? This is what I will say to the Clippers. I don't think this move makes them worse. That, I, that, that I'll say. It, it make, them, make them probably marginally better. If Russ can, f- can figure things out and flow within the team, you got Ty Lue, who is, in, in my opinion, a top three coach in the league. At this point, he's fantastic what he does. Um, you do that, if Russ can fit in and not be chaotic, the ceiling obviously is a finals or a championship. Because Kawhi, if you see Kawhi Leonard last, since January, he, uh, I mean, again, we say Kawhi, assuming he's healthy, assuming he's healthy, he looks, he's, he's back. He's back. <laughs> this is a problem. Um, this is why the West is wide open. So if Russ can fit in, this is a team to look out for in the West that could go to the finals. It's about Denver, it's about Memphis, and obviously the Suns now. The Clippers, dude. The Clippers, deep team ready as it is. A nice roster of players. They got Russ for nothing, pretty much. You got one well, of the top three coaches of the league. Team to watch in this uh, second half of the year. All right. Uh, fourth uh, thing here in my mind here. Uh, another, another buyout situation. This is closer to home. Of course, I'm, I'm a Heat fan, so this is closer to home for me. Kevin Love bought out by the, by the Cavaliers. And, uh, and uh, he signs with the Heat. You guys are my answer with the Heat. I've, I've been on my podcast, or two podcast, so you check it out. I've spoken about how, like, basically the Heat are... They are kind of in that situation where they're a good team. They're not on the level of the Celtics. They're not on the level of the Bucks. I don't think the level of the Sixers either. So my attitude going to the All Star break and going to the training deadline was I don't give a, I don't give a shit what they do. I, I was okay with them if they could get Russell Westbrook, throw some at the wall because this team is it's a good team that they could win, win a round of basketball. No more than that. And they they needed some, a shake up something. Even if it doesn't work, try it on the buyout market. Because you know what? Even when you sign a guy like Russ, if, you, if it fails, fine. You, it failed. You're not, you're not, you don't have him long-term. You got him on cheap. Okay? Kevin Love. This could be the move. I like this move. It adds another shooter to the team, number one. He's still a good player. Um, it's going to make Bam even more dangerous now. Um, I think it adds a lot of different things that he can do going forward. Um, does this change? Does this, does this make them a... Finals contender, I did slow down on that right now. Um, I do. I, I think Love will make them, like Russ, marginally better. Um, I don't. Again, I don't know if this makes them put them in a conversation as a, as a as a top four team in the East. Obviously, the Nets not being there. Obviously, the Nets now with losing Durant and Kyrie, that spot's open. You got Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and and Boston. Obviously, the, the, the Cleveland right now is the assumed fourth team in there. But there is my. This could make. A Heat Cavs first round series, something very, very uh, enticing. Um, it's a good move for the Heat. I, I like the move. It's again low risk, high reward, not costing them much. Kevin Love, you know, I, I was like I said, bought out by, by the uh, by, by the Cavs. It's not going to cost them much anyway. So I don't hate this move. Last thing on the show this week on N one again, guys. Thanks for hanging out with me today and uh, and bearing with me the last couple weeks as I continue to recover from my my neck injury. Um, LeBron James made some comments recently saying that these next 23 games going to the playoffs are the most important of his career. All right. So he says that. I don't know if I agree with that part, the career part. Because there's a lot of inside messaging with LeBron you got you to get used to. I, I, I you know, LeBron playing 20, 20 years down the league. You got to be used to this right now. 
Um, I think what he's saying there has nothing to do with his career. I think those comments has everything to do with Anthony Davis. I think he's sending a, men- a message to Anthony Davis. Yes, they want to ring together, albeit in the bubble, whatever. People have opinions with the bubble, whatever, no big deal. But AD, we know the AD thing right now. When AD's healthy, this team is a finals contender. They won a championship already with AD healthy at the right time. But this has been the narrative with Anthony Davis for his entire career. He can't stay healthy. And I know there's frustration on the side of LeBron, certainly the Lakers, of course. You know, and who knows? Maybe after this year, if things don't improve, AD continues to stay not stay healthy. That maybe this talk that the Lakers decided to move off, move off of him now. Who knows? But I think what LeBron said there about the twenty-three games, most important games of his career, I think is a little bit embellished in terms of him. I think that's a message to Anthony Davis to get your shit together, stay healthy, let's make this happen. They just got D'Angelo Russell. This team is, is not even in the play-in yet. But the only three and a half games out for the sixth seed in the, in, in the West, they got to go seventeen and six to have a realistic shot, in my opinion, to not only get out get in the play in, but also get out of the play in situation. They would rather make the playoffs altogether. But again, the West has made so much moves. You know, obviously Kyrie going to Dallas too, especially as well. Should be able to solidify that team. But there's a lot of things that, uh, um, you know, are going to go into this. But but overall. I think that was a message to Anthony Davis, honestly. The 23 games, the most important 23 games of his, of his career is really about AD, in my opinion. Because I don't think LeBron wants to miss the playoffs again for the second, second year in a row. I don't think LeBron's ever missed the playoffs more than, more, than, more than one year at a time. More, more than two years. Well, two years or more, should I say. So, we will see what happens there. Anyway... That will do it for this, this today's uh, episode of N1 with EJ. Guys, it's been a pleasure getting back. Again, thanks for your thoughts and prayers. Thank you, Big Jim, especially for being patient with me the last couple of weeks um, as I continue to recover from this injury. Um, and I got through, I mean, I'm getting through it right now. I'm hoping, I'm hoping the goal is to get back to doing podcasting on a regular basis. And I, and I, mean, regular, I mean, not just this show and my, my main show, of course, my, my baby, Irving Podcast. Which you guys should check out if you haven't checked out that out yet. Um, I'm hoping to get back at least by March. I, I, I think this weekend it won't be till by mid March at the earliest. I'll probably get back to doing this, and, and that's the earliest. Um, as my doctor says, it's going to take a little while for me to get back to the swing of things. And as I said this injuries affects not just podcasting, not just it affects everything. It's affected my actual day job. So, like I said, I'm trying to get back to normal, but I also need to to there's certain things I need to do to get to that point and takes and me to do that I have to focus on that first but I'll at least be, be able to do my Earthspeak podcast and definitely this show now going forward as I have Carl some time now to, to you know look it's a weekly podcast 20 minutes, 20 minutes or less a week I should be able to fit it in right and I watch a lot of basketball <laughs> so um, that's it guys thank you so much again one again um, we will talk soon and enjoy your week and NBA basketball returning this coming week so enjoy this final stretch of NBA basketball love you guys take care and see you